So a few years ago, I was in a relationship. Um, we met the first couple weeks of grad school in New York. Um, and I like remember that time as being like electric, like everything was super exciting. When I met my ex, he felt like the opposite of every other man in my life. So like dependable, polite, like I think I thought it was respectful, but it was more just like decorum sort of stuff that he would do. Um, I don't know, opening doors, bullshit like that. Um, that doesn't really mean anything, but like it was different for me. So I thought it did. Like looking at the relationships that I sort of like grew up around, there was just so much lying and cheating and I didn't. Like, I knew that was all bad, but I didn't really also at the same time have, a po like, a positive example of a relationship to kind of look at. So I thought, like, oh, this is it. This is so positive. This is the op- it seems like the opposite. So, like, let's run with this sort of thing. We met. We started dating. We moved in together. Like, eventually got out of school. And I didn't realize, like, the level to which I was incapable of saying what I wanted, like, much less what I needed. My parents are divorced. I didn't have a super close relationship with my dad. I didn't really think about it that much to kind of like see what it was. You know, there weren't very many sort of like close positive role models, male role models in my life, nor were there very many healthy relationships sort of in my immediate family. Um, so, but so I didn't, I thought I was just like, okay, there was a lot of pain and bullshit back there. I'm just going to like close the door and step into this like new grad school thing, this like bright, shiny new world. <laughs> I didn't sort of like consider or realize that like, even though I was 3000 miles away from home, like my issues were with me, like completely, like you don't just like, this was how I sort of learn to survive and interact with the world and I didn't realize that it was like in my emotional DNA sort of if you will at that point like um anyway so <clears throat> met my ex and had no idea that I didn't know how to say what I wanted that I like had so much trouble articulating what I needed or like even if I had any problems like I didn't realize that I had, like, I didn't realize that I had abandonment issues to the level that I did and how presently and actively they affected my, the life I was living day to day sort of thing. And then, like, all of a sudden it was two years in, we were living together in Brooklyn, like, working, we'd moved, da da da. Um, and I was deeply unhappy and kind of, like, scrap, like, like, clawing and desperately somehow like day-to-day -day worrying and trying to ensure he didn't have any reasons to leave me kind of like I know like it doesn't sound great I don't like saying it um but it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense unless you've been there sort of and and dev like developed and sort of wired these pathways of like abandonment attachment that like make I don't know for me it felt like if I had lost him it would have been the most terrible thing in the world and it's crazy because it wasn't like I fell in love with him but like that feeling wasn't even necessarily about him it was just like the idea of being abandoned sort of 
um, by someone I'd built my life around in a way. I mean, not in a way, period. <laughs> um, being abandoned by someone I'd built my life around. Like, so it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that a person would let someone treat them like that. Um, sort of let themselves be so belittled, going so far as like to agree with whatever someone's flinging at you and like, and not just agree with it, but kind of believe it. Um, like I didn't consider my dad a, like a, not a bad person, but not like a good, good person. Not the kind of like good, good person you see like in the movies and da, da, da. Um, so I feel like I had some of that inherently in me and that he was a good person. So he knew when to call it out sort of. He like prided himself on making a good impression and being really thoughtful and emotionally available to his friends, which like also I felt made it a lot harder the fact that he was not like that with me or that like, yeah, that my emotions were so much less important or like exhausting or a burden or something. Um, I didn't want him to be mad at me. Um, or be a burden or be wrong or sort of like give these reasons to leave because I was sort of like the relationship I had with my father was sort of like was the relationship I had with my father felt similar in that I you know I played soccer because he played soccer I was a goalkeeper because he was a goalkeeper and I thought like oh if I do things my dad's interested in like that'll I don't know Make him love me sounds extreme, but I think that's how it felt. And like, don't be a burden. Don't rock the boat and they'll probably let you stick around. Um, so there's a lot of that going on. That he was willing to sort of extend himself for other people or for the people that weren't me. And not just like family and close friends, like people he didn't really know that well. And I'd see him being like so much kind of like extending kindness that I feel like I hadn't seen. Like, I don't think he intended it this way at all, but it, it was neglectful. Um, and meanwhile, and I felt like my legwork wasn't strong enough to hold up two people, which then felt like I was failing us or like I was the problem. One of the reasons I, um, got more involved with BBXX and also started seeing a therapist was because I thought I was the problem sort of so I wanted to like learn everything I could I mean I read so many relationship books I went to therapy because I thought I was the problem and through therapy and through becoming more involved with BBXX and sort of like getting deeper into exploring like what positive relationships look like like at first it was almost all too bright to look at um, BBXX is definitely one of the reasons I started thinking about, like, look, if our relationships are our lives, what is my life right now? And like, like, and if I died tomorrow, is this how, would I be happy with my decisions? Is, will I be happy with how I lived? And, you know, no, it took me a minute to like, accept what answering that question meant. Um, but, but the idea that our wellness and our happiness and our 
like most basic and important sense of fulfillment comes from the relationships in our lives. It was just basically I the answer to a lot of those questions was no, I would not be happy like if our lives are our relationships mine's pretty fucking shitty at this point. <laughs> um and I like realized that and I was like, wow, not cool. And like I had, you know, I'd been in therapy for a couple years. Like I'd been working through and processing a lot of this stuff and like taking in on a deeper level, a lot more of the resources that BBXX um, provides. And it was crazy that I realized for the first time I could be happier without this person than with them. Like that thought had never occurred to me. Um, because I, because I also didn't, don't think I ever really, I don't think I ever really stopped to consider what a healthy relationship was because I'm not sure I really, because I don't feel like I had a really good example growing up. Um, there, like I talked a little bit about my dad, but like between my parents, there are seven marriages. So... <laughs> And no one's married now, so it's not like someone, like, finally figured it out and got healthy. They're just, like, growing up, it was all very... Growing up, it was... I didn't have an example of a good one or, or a couple who communicated well or who communicated without kind of gaslighting and resentment and and that you could stop and, like, say what you wanted or even, you know, God forbid, what you needed... And that the other person would hear that, take it in, and react productively. Um, that was a new concept. And I mean, because just the idea of kind of putting your needs out there was scary. So after, you know, a couple years of therapy and getting more involved and like kind of seeking out a lot of the resources that be sorry, seeking out the resources that BBXX was offering that I sort of like theoretically agreed with in the beginning and then sort of actively and actionably started implementing in my life. Um, all this sort of like came to a head and, and became one. And I sort of like realized and there was something wrong, something very like we didn't talk about anything. We didn't talk about the future. I was seeing these relationships that I sort of read about and theorized about, like manifested right in front of me and it made it real in a way that like I think without all of that knowledge, I'm not sure I ever would have seen it or or understood it on a deeper level, like on a human level. Because prior to that, when I saw really good relationships, I was sort of like, like, yeah, that's nice, but that's out of there and that's over there and that's out of reach for me like I'll never be able to reach that um which is like what do you mean you're human of course you can but like I just didn't have any kind of no I didn't have context for it so like the way I would kind of fold and buckle and agree that like I was stupid and I was insensitive I didn't really understand that that was wrong or or that it could be any different. Like hearing other people's stories and a lot of the like 
support and affirmation that I got from BBXX. It was like, like, it's cliche, but it was like turning a corner in that like, no, actually the failure would be staying with this person and being miserable. What was beautiful, what is beautiful about BBXX in a way and the way it offers support is that it's a constant, it's an ongoing conversation and it's, it's anchoring and sort of, te- okay, and it's anchoring and it's steady in a way that's like, yes, you have to respect yourself and you have to respect others and you, like, I don't know. It sort of it sort of anchored me in humanity and that like not only are my emotions real and worthy sort of thing, but like once I realized that I was like, oh fuck, well like how do I do this now? <laughs> kind of thing. And just you know, nobody's perfect. There's no like one right way, but like I think I guess it it just taught me that they're not t- it it kind of proved that when the best place for things to be is sort of dynamic. So if I were to go back and and sort of give advice to myself at that time, I think a big one would be like, you're never too busy to talk about this kind of stuff in a relationship. Because I feel like that was something we let happen a lot because it was easier. Like, there's always time to address this kind of stuff, no matter how busy you are. Like, um, so I think I would tell my, like the advice, some of the advice I would give myself would be to like, take the time and be with it. Because if you don't, it'll be five years later and you'll be pissed you wasted so much time. Um, that and, and, and I don't know, hang out with your friends, get, you know, make sure, I don't know, for me, it was, it would be something like, make sure your world is bigger than this person. We didn't hang out with other people and it was super isolating. See your friends, address your shit, listen to BBXX.